This is Hi Dad, the show where you get the advice your dad would give you. Because common sense isn't so common. Here's your host, Shane Ball. And happy almost Thanksgiving. It is coming around the corner. Unto you. (laughs) Can I finish? (laughs) It is. Oh gosh, it's coming up so fast. There's so much that I have to do before Thanksgiving and Christmas too. Yes, I understand. I absolutely understand. But you know, I've already started shopping, you know, for gifts for different ones. Oh, guess what I got you? Oh, what would you I'm give me? I'm not going to tell you. For for Thanksgiving. I ain't going to tell you, man. I mean for for Christmas. I am not going to <laughs> tell you. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I just want to thank everybody out there for visiting us on what I like to call the Book of Faces, Facebook. The Facebook. <laughs> yes. I appreciate you so much for visiting us on there, giving us a shout out, liking our High Dad Show page. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sending in your emails, your texts. We're just happy that we are here to help you and we're able to help you. Isn't that right, David? Yes. We're so excited for today's show, too. Oh, yeah. This is your show, Family. It's a free call or text message to 866-DAD-8033. That's 866-323-8033. You can send in an email or an iMessage to questions at HiDadShow.com. So you have questions. Dad has the answers. Let's dive right on in. Do it. Awesome. So Jamie sends in an email and says, hi, Dad. IDK where to start. So I'll just get to it. My dog died yesterday and I feel so terrible and sad and now also lonely. I live in a foster home, but I don't have many friends and don't talk to many people. My dog used to be my one companion that would always be with me. Now that he's gone, I really feel like I have nothing and no one. I feel empty and even cry often if I'm alone. I just don't know what to do. I don't feel happy doing anything at all. I know this all sounds stupid and anyone will say, oh, it's just a dog, but I really feel like this. Can you help? Yes, Jamie. No, I don't feel like that at all. Oh, that's just a dog. Because, you know, some people, uh, now, I don't know, I may get some feedback on this and that that would be great but some people think that a dog or any other animal that is domesticated uh, in other words you can tame them and they can actually uh, live inside with you things of that nature some people believe that they are only body and that's it they're just that's just the body of a dog and that they have no soul or even spirit or so. You know, I, I don't I don't believe that dogs have just a body and that's it. There's there's just no way in the world. The soul has and, and Jamie, you're really going to like this. The soul comprises of three entities. You have your intellect which is how you think, how you reason things. You have your will, what you want to do, what you don't want to do, and your emotions, how you respond to situations. And as you well know, dogs have all three components. So 
excuse me, I don't want you to belittle. I know you haven't personally, but even in thinking how other people think about, well, it's just a dog. No, I understand that attachment. I definitely understand that attachment. I think the very first person that died in my life was a dog that made me cry. Somebody said, uh, person, do you know what person means? Person is whatever has a personality, a personality. And dogs do have personalities. Now, of course, in general, when you say person, you're talking about people. But a lot of times people say that dog acts just like a person or that cat acts just like a person because of their personality. Now, I really said all of that just to bring you to this point. Just as your dog had a soul, just as your dog had a personality, so do people. People have souls. They have personalities. You liked your dog because of his personality. He really wasn't able to communicate to you the way he would like to. and You couldn't communicate to him the way you would like to because there was a speech barrier. But with people, Jamie, you don't have a speech barrier. All right. Um, dogs seem to always like you. Always faithful and just loyal. People aren't like that. So, excuse me, you're going to have to stretch. But I want you to still make certain, Jamie, that you involve yourself with people. You need to do that. And you'll find they have personalities and you'll find a personality that you like. But you're going... It's almost like going shoe shopping. You just keep trying them on until it fits, you know, and people are somewhat like that. And I want to say this to you. I'm, I'm really, really feeling led and, and sense to say this to you. You don't have to have a lot of friends. And I want everybody out here to please know this. You don't have to have a lot of friends. That does not make you awesome. It really makes you a bad friend. It really does. <gasps> what are you talking about, Dr. Wall? Because a friend is very, very special. You can have a whole lot of associates, but you really, really, really can't have 100 friends unless it's on Facebook. And of course, you're not close to all of them. You know, you see people like myself, 5000 friends. And sometimes people um, close their account and so it drops or either they will drop me as their friend. And so it gets down to 490 something, 4,990 something. But the whole point is you can't have a whole lot of friends. There's no way in the world to be a good friend to a whole lot of people. It's just utterly impossible. So let's start with one. If you have one real good friend, that'd be great. Everybody else could be associates and you will be happy. Jamie, get out there. I took quite a bit of, of time with you and I wanted to do this. I really want to do it with everybody, but David looks at me like, um, <laughs> speed it up, buddy. So I just want you to know you have this opportunity to go out and 
You don't want to make people your dog. Your dog was very special. Don't try to replace him. Okay? Just add somebody else into your life. Your dog will always be a part of your heart and your memory. But add some people to your life. Okay? And they can help honor who your dog was in your life as well. You don't have to talk about your dog a whole lot, but just enough to let them know how you cherished your dog. You know, that's very special. And that'll help you also weed out some of the people that you really wouldn't be around anyway, because that means a lot to you and it should mean a lot to them and will to the person or persons who become real close friends of yours. All right. God bless you, Jamie. Thanks, Jamie, for your email. Sean sends in an email and says, Hi, Dad. My friend, he says, friend in quotes, my friend, Chad, is on Facebook nearly every day, and is it is always me that has to say hi or start the conversation. I don't want to be the one who always starts a conversation. What should I do? Should I give him some space and let him come to me, or what? Sad face with a tear. Hmm. <laughs> Chat. Now, just because people are on Facebook, and I'm guessing you're meaning the messenger where when when you're on Facebook, you can have the chat thing and you can see who's on. I usually keep my chat off. You know, that's just me. And you see the little green light (laughs) by his name. So he's on it. He's not reaching out to me. Let me ask this. Have you ever asked Chad, is he reaching out to anybody? Maybe it's not about you. Maybe Chad doesn't reach out to anybody. He's on Facebook and you can see a little green light. But who knows what Chad is doing? He could just be surfing the news feed and and just sharing and laughing and commenting and just having a ball. And then he sees you pop up. Oh, there's my friend, Sean. Hi, Sean. Oh, I'm grading you. And then he goes back to doing what he was doing. You don't have to say you are the one, Sean, who feels guilty if you don't reach out to Chad. Chad doesn't feel guilty because Chad could see you on. Oh, Sean's on. And then he's going back to looking at some dog trying to swim or something you know one of the videos he's having fun come on sean let chad have fun on facebook if you want to reach out to your friend fine if he doesn't reach back it's not that he's not a good friend of yours or anything or doesn't like you he's doing his own thing on facebook that's all that's all it is now i can tell just by you writing this, that when you all are together in person, everything's fine. The only problem you have is Facebook. I guarantee, and I'll say 99.9% because I don't know everything, but I guarantee (laughs) to the best of my ability that if you ask him, why don't you ever write me on Facebook? He'd be like, what? I always stop the conversations. And I know you haven't because you are asking me about it. So I guarantee again, 99.9% that he's going to say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was a, a thing to you. I, 
I don't write anybody, you know, I I don't go on Facebook to talk like, I mean, I just saw you in school and everybody else. I get on there to see what other people are doing who I haven't seen or see what my cousins in North Carolina are doing, you know, things like that. So don't feel badly, man. If you want to reach out, fine. If you don't, don't sit there like, I'm not going to reach out to Chad. I'm not. I see him on it. Oh, he went off. Oh, man, maybe I should have said so. Oh, he's back on. Should, no, I'm not. Oh, please, you're playing yourself. That's all you're doing. You're playing yourself. Stop. Don't be so anxious. And what's the other word, David, that we tried to think of that day? And we could. Oh, man, what was that word? Was. Um, uh, but anyway. Uh, oh. I don't know. No. Don't, don't get yourself in such an uproar about something that is really 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 not the case you think this is what's going on but it's really not going on don't do that to yourself all right everything is fine all right sean god bless i'm on facebook all the time and and sometimes i see messages from people and i i just i either don't feel like responding on facebook or i'll just you know talk to him later about it you know he could be that kind of guy or Right. You're Something right. like that. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But the best thing you do to do, like you said, is just to talk to him. So. Yeah. 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 If, if you want to talk at that time, fine. If not, I, I, I don't want you to just be so anxious and like, oh, well, I better. No, 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 no. You, you're paranoid. Paranoid. That's yeah, the word. Paranoid. Don't be paranoid, <laughs> yeah. man. Don't be paranoid thinking, oh, goodness, I, I bet he's saying, well, is he going to talk to me? He'll never talk to me. That's, that's paranoia. You yeah. think something is happening is really, really not even that way at all. Just chill. All right. You'll be fine, Sean. Again, God bless. Thanks, Sean, for sending in that message. Livingston sends in an email and says, okay, so I got bags under my eyes and it looks ugly. I tried cucumbers on my eyes for 15 minutes or more, and it still doesn't work. It works after next day, but when I wake up, I get bags again. How can I change this? Oh, listen, man. I got these bags, too, and it is hereditary and yin shun ting. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I put a lot of endings on words sometimes just to have fun. But I, I have them too. I was born with them. Baby pictures with little, little, little cute little bags on her ass. Hey, it's from my father's side of the family. And I'm like, this is just me. Come on, just bagging. Sometimes people are like, wow, did you get sleep last? Yes. This is just natural. I was born like this. But it's okay. I haven't tried the cucumber thing though. You know, I'm like, hey, this is, this is me. Now, if you Livingston, Evidently, you definitely are a boy. And so you want to be all cute and stuff with the no bags going on under the eyes. But, well, there I'm going to recommend, literally recommend that you go to an allergist. The reason why I paused is because whoever is listening to this podcast, when I pause like that, I just knew somebody was going to say, um, 
a plastic surgeon or something like that or and somebody may even have said dermatologist no <laughs> I knew you are going to get it wrong <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah yeah exactly <laughs> go to an allergist because a lot of times the bagginess under the eyes is is a response to or an indication of having an allergic reaction to some trigger uh pollen in the air pet dander um dust yeah i've seen the commercials when the 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 kids have like puffy eyes and i guess so this kind of comes from that from the allergy commercials and stuff exactly exactly and of course i would say get plenty of sleep but i'm sure you've already tried that but just in case you haven't let me give you some tips go to bed the same time every night and This is something else I would love for everybody to do, including me, number one, Dr. Wall, number one. So this is what we need to do. If you need to get up at eight o'clock, if you go to bed at 12, that's eight hours of sleep. All right. Always go to bed one hour before that. If you do that, if you happen to wake up, in the middle of the night, you can't get back to sleep or whatever. And it's like, oh, it took me an hour to get back to sleep. Well, there's your hour, you know. So that's the best thing to do. Now, psychologists say that you should always get the most sleep that you can before midnight. Because your body rests better before that midnight air that midnight hour it's something psychological but it is still truth that's interesting i'd never heard of that oh yes they say it i remember this back in the 80s and i saw something maybe about six months ago about the same thing and um that's what they want you stop laughing at me you know (laughs) david hey listen family y'all be on my side with this david is over here just smiling i knew he was about to laugh because i'm talking about the 80s the 80s he was born i was what 30 years ago i was born in 91 you know so when i talk about the 80s he's not too far behind but at that point in time you know i was in college and everything like that and he was not even born so he picks at me calls me old but uh, nobody wants to be calling a high dad and i'm 20 something years old like <laughs> you haven't lived long enough to even tell me anything. right right but anyway back to livingston i want you to talk to your parent or parents and say i want to go to an allergist just to see if there's something that he or she could do concerning these bags under my eyes. Okay. Now you can also go to a natural doctor, a naturopathic, some say naturopathic doctor. Look it up. See if you have one. Let them examine you as well. There's some all natural stuff. You can even Google things to get rid of puffy eyes. All natural things you can just make right there in your house. Uh, how to apply, actually apply the cucumber stuff. You know, to me, I, I see it. I get up in the morning, I see it. I'm like, ugh, you know, but the ugh only lasts me for about two or three seconds. And then I'm going on with my day because I know this is just how I look. You know, hey, so... That's that's the thing. <laughs> now, I am really giving all my little secrets, my little private time. Sometimes I'll take my skin and I'll just kind of stretch it 
to make them like the Chinese. Yeah, well, just the bottom to make them really like disappear to see how I would look without bags. And I'm doing it right now, but I know y'all can't see me. And um, excuse me, yeah. So I understand what you're saying, Livingston, but don't make such a big, big, big deal of it. If this the um, allergist says, well, it's really nothing I can do if you go to someone else and they do the very best. Uh, you're fine, man. Let that be a signature. OK, let that be your thing. If you can't get rid of it. Cool. But now, please do me a favor. <laughs> OK, uh, two things just came to me. I was going to say this. Please do me a favor. Don't use a bunch of chemicals. Because I'm sure they got a lot of chemicals out there that you can apply. But from what I have seen, you're going to have an aftermath of just worse stuff. Yes, it may suck it in for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, David Dog. So um, after that, <laughs> after that. There's no telling what can happen. It could become dark or become even more baggy. Oof. So be real careful. Real careful. I just use all natural stuff and see how that works for you. All right. But you're fine, dude. All right. I guess you're cute enough. <laughs> Thanks, Livingston. God bless. Thanks, Livingston, for sending in your message. Joe Bro emails and says, So I leave for college in about two weeks. I'm sad that all my friends are going separate ways, but I'm super sad about leaving my best friends. I really don't want to leave them because I feel like we are going to completely drift out of each other's lives. I'm afraid that if I ever come back to this town for the weekend, then they won't want to hang with me. How do I cope with this and prevent drifting? I really love them so much and I'm very clingy, clingy, so it's very hard for me to say goodbye. Okay, now, Jobo, let me say this to you. When you go, first of all, the first thing that came to me is you're leaving for college in about two weeks. I mean, it's November, but you know, I have learned that there are different colleges that start different times, different semesters. And that I don't know what country this guy's in either. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, it's it's different all over the place. But when you go away, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna make friends and you're gonna make some good friends or a good friend and you're not gonna want to leave that friend. And when you get back home you'll be trying to contact your friend that you met in college so much that you're I won't say forget about the ones who are back home, but yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And I, I know it's sad now, but you're going someplace and you're going someplace to learn and you will. You will definitely make friends. You really, really will. And I don't know why you have this thought that, you know, get back and drift. Who says that's going to happen? You know, there there are so many people. I saw statistics. Don't remember the exact number, but it was high for people who believe things were going to happen that never even happened. So you're fearing something and it's 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 no 
it's no guarantee that that's going to happen, that you're going to get back and then you will be drifting and, and then you're afraid that when you come back to town, they won't even want to hang with you. What? Well, if they don't, they weren't a friend in the first place. And then you'll just have to just say, okay, well, you know, that's cool. And just deal with it like that. But I don't even believe that's going to happen. I mean, because they're coming back home and they're going to be missing you and wanting to hang with you. Stop thinking so negatively, people. Don't do that. If something happens, then let's deal with it. But don't 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 be paranoid thinking something. There's the word I can use it. (laughs) Don't be so paranoid thinking something's going to happen and it's not even going to happen. All right. Chill. All right, Joe Pro. God bless. Thanks, Joe, bro. Listen, I want everybody to really get that piece of nugget uh, that Dr. Wall just said right there. That's kind of a frame of mind that a lot of people are in, you know, all the time. They're just in fear of stuff that is going to happen that is likely never going to happen. Hmm. You know, they're afraid that they're, um, gosh, I can't even think of an example, but just so many different things. If if you're in, in constant agony or constant fear of just, different random things that are going on in your life, just kind of get rid of that, you know, get rid of that from your mind and, and just wait until something actually happens. And then you can spend your time and attention, uh, on the thing when you cross that bridge. Mm -hmm. So yeah, don't spend a lot of time worrying about things. That's right. So you'll, you'll just kind of, there's some sort of wear and tear that just goes on there in your mind. So, all right, family, you know, um, we might have to do another, uh, type of podcast and call it, Hi, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. What's ah, <laughs> cracking? David, David gave some good advice right there. <laughs> that's y'all's. That's y'all's brother, bro. What's <laughs> <Well>, cracking? <laughs> Listen, I encourage everyone to write or to call into the Hi Dad Show. We read every question that comes our way. Now, don't forget that you can call or text message your questions to 866-DAD-8033. That's 866-323-8033. Or you can shoot us an email or an iMessage to questions at com. Now, check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Hi Dad Show. You can follow Dr. Wall on Twitter at Shane underscore Wall or on Facebook by searching for Pastor Shane Wall. And pick up a copy of Dr. Wall's new book, Understanding All Success is Attained by It. Get the book, get the understanding, be the success. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or wherever you get your podcasts so that you can get every single episode of Hi Dad right to your device. Also, tell your friends about the show and encourage them to send in their questions and concerns. HiDadShow.com is the place where you can find out everything about the show. And as a bonus, we'll be posting answers to the most common questions there as well. We love you, family. My name is David Marshall. I'm here with Dr. Shane Wall. And thanks for tuning in to Hi Dad. 